This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. I'm sorry. Someone has their phone off of mute. Um, I didn't hear what you were asking for. She was asking if we could pray for her cousin. Okay. Yes. Sister Yvonne, what's your cousin's name? Aida. Aida? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we sure will. Thank you. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, family. 
Good morning, pretty. This is Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, morning, Kashanda. Good morning, Kashanda. Good morning, Dr. Rector. This is Denise. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who has joined us. Good morning, Valacita. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Valacita. It's David. Happy Wednesday. Oh, good morning, David. Happy Wednesday. Good Thank morning. You. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Beverly. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. It's JC. Hi, Valacita. How are you? Wonderful. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, JC. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you as well, sweetie. Thanks. Good morning. This is Kathleen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, family. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. 
Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in December for the monthly theme entitled Vision. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. There is one announcement. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. where we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have a couple of prayer requests uh, from Facebook and one that was spoken. The first one from the Victory Room Facebook page, um, there was a prayer request submitted by, I believe it was Bubbly, asking us to lift up Pastor Lavelle Jones in prayer. So let's make sure we connect brother Then there was a spoken request from Sister Yvonne, and she is asking for prayer for her cousin Aida. Again, that's her cousin Aida. Make sure we pray for both of them. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be done by Bernice. The declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise by Bernice. And then the declaration will be by Dion. And closing comments will also be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Numbers chapter 24, verse 4. The message of one who hears the words of God, who sees a vision from Almighty, who bows down with eyes wide open. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Bernice. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, once again, we come to establish our legal right and we take dominion. As we come in the name of the resurrected Jesus, we come knowing whose we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow on things in heaven and things on earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. As we stand in the presence of the King, what an honor it is. We thank you for allowing us this. We stand believing and we declare victory. We come, Father, knowing that our prayers speak for faith. For faith is what pleases you. We thank you for giving us this knowledge. We know, God, that you move as we do. You tell us that your eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show yourself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are blameless towards you. We thank you. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whosoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Thank you for giving us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into 
and deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us, oh God. Deliver us from evil. As we bring before you Pastor Lavelle Jones and Aida, we call upon you, Lord, you who are worthy to be praised. We say hallelujah, which is the highest praise. We celebrate you. For everyone who has not requested prayer today, we ask, Father, that your will be done. You are their rock in whom they take refuge. You are their shield and their horn of salvation. You are Jehovah Rapha, our God. We hear you and we understand you when you say, be still and know that I am God. We declare victory, Lord. We praise you for inviting us into your eternal purpose. We thank you that you are working out everything in conformity with the purpose of your will. You are the master of strategy. Give us a greater vision of your purpose for our lives. Awaken our hearts and establish your reign in us. Out of your glorious riches, strengthen us with power through your spirit in our inner being and give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know you better. Make us fully alive in your destiny in our lives. We declare victory. You declared in your word. You know the plans that you have for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope in our future. This morning, Lord, hear our voices. This morning, we lay our requests before you and we wait expectantly. For this is the day that you have made. We can rejoice in it and we can be glad. We declare victory. God, our Father in heaven, help us to listen to your words. Help us to know when there was a prophet among us so that we don't miss when you, Lord, reveal yourself to them in visions and speak to them and us in, in dreams. Thank you, O oh Father, for speaking to us. We rejoice knowing that you have prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our head with oil. Our cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Because we know that our vision comes from you and we are not afraid, we will keep on speaking. We will not be silent, for you are with us, and no one is going to attack or harm us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We declare victory, and we thank you that your dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and your kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. And we thank you, Father. We pray out of this glory, of your glorious riches, that you strengthen each and every person on this line today, them and their families, with power through your spirit and your inner being so that Christ. I pray this for you that Christ may dwell in your hearts and, in, and, and theirs through faith. And I pray that your name is rooted, that every name is rooted and established in love. Father, we just thank you and we declare victory. We understand, Lord, that when we write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that when people see it, they run, those who read it, they run. For the revelation awaits at for an appointed time. It speaks of the end and it will not prove false. Through, though it may linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. We thank you, Father, for Habakkuk 2. 
two and three. Now we thank you, O oh Father God. And as we take our phones off mute and declare victory, we celebrate you, Almighty God. Hallelujah. We thank you for pulling us towards you, for taking us through the path,
in your prayers uh, just that just ran across my mind right this second um, just during the course of the day today is Wednesday it is the day that we do have set aside to push back your plate with great expectation that God will begin to empower you to enrich your life and to um, move you in and to the next level amen and so I'm, I'm just believing that next uh, uh, next year uh, some of the fruit of those that have made an active decision to fast weekly uh, will begin to see different results, not just externally, but internally, some more peace, uh, some more staying power, some more uh, understanding, some more insight. And so again, uh, we fast today from 5 a.m. until 5 p.m. Uh, so if that's you, we would love for you to join us today in our corporate fast. Um, and I am just, I'm praying. We have about, what, 12 days, 13 days or so left in this year. Um, my pastor posted something yesterday, and it made my heart smile. Listen, 2019, I want everything you owe me, and you only got a few days to do it. I want it all, hands down, no questions. Um, and so that leads right into my share this morning. And I don't know that I gave it uh, a title per se, but I, I will say vision uh, requires things to be magnified. Vision requires things uh, to be magnified. And um, there's a, a little bit of lint in reading this morning. Um, just to kind of put some things together, and hopefully it will encourage your heart. Amen. Amen. So um, my my reading, uh, I'm going to start at uh, Numbers, the 13th chapter, um, just to set the stage, Numbers 13. Um, and then we'll go over to Joshua, uh, the 14th chapter, Joshua the 14th, I mean the first chapter, I'm sorry. Um, and so just to give you a little bit of backdrop, uh, I'm going to talk this morning about um, Hoshea, Hoshea, um, and I'm going to give you a couple of steps. There's still somebody that needs to mute your phone for me. Whoever that is that's moving around, we still hear you very, very clearly. If you'd be kind enough to mute your phone, that would be great. I think I got it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys are probably saying, who is Hoshia? Well, one of the things that I love about the truth of God's word is as time goes on and he begins to cultivate any and everything, there's almost always a name change when something major is about to happen. And so Hoshea, who was son of Nun from the tribe of Ephraim, whose name was later changed to Joshua. So we've heard the story of Joshua and Caleb over and over for centuries and centuries. Um, we've heard tale of the story and the process um, of 
the the guard changing. You guys heard me say uh, that the guard is is changing, even in our time, even in this particular dispensation. And so uh, the word of the Lord reads as such. And the Lord spoke to Moses, send men to scout out the land of Canaan I am giving to Israel. Um, hold on one second, guys. Okay, I'm sorry. I am giving, the, and the Lord spoke to Moses and said, send men to scout out the land of Canaan I am giving to the Israelites. Send one man who is a leader among them from each of their ancestral tribes. And Moses sent from the wilderness of Paran at the Lord's command. And all the men were leaders in Israel. I'm going to encourage you to jump back and read that because then it begins to list the 12 men of the tribes and, um, and their lineage. And these names were names of the men Moses sent to scout out the land, and Moses renamed Hoshea, son of Nun, Joshua. And when Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, he told them to go up this way to the Negev and then go up into the hill country, see what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, uh, whether there are few or many. Is the land they live in good or bad? Are the cities they live in uh, encampments or fortifications in the uh, is the land fertile or unproductive are the trees in it are there trees in it or not be courageous bring back some fruit from the land it was the season of the first ripe grapes and so they went up and scouted out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rahob near the entrance of Hamas. And they went up through the Negev and came to Hebron, where Ahamai, Sherathiah, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, were living. Hebron was built seven years before Zohan in Egypt. And they came to the valley of Eskol, and they cut down branches with a single cluster of grapes, which was carried on a pole by two men. They also took pomegranates and figs, and they placed uh, that place was called the Valley of Eshkol because the clusters of grapes the Israelites cut there. And at the end of 40 days, they returned from scouting out the land. And the men went back to Moses and the entire Israelite community of the wilderness in Paran Kadesh, and they brought, brought back a report from them and the whole community. And they showed them the fruit from the land. They were reported to Moses. We went into the land where you sent us. Indeed, it is flowing with milk and honey. And here is some of the fruit. However, people living in the land are strong. And the cities are large and fortified. We also saw the de descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites are living in the lands of the Negev. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live there along the sea by the Jordan. 
And then Caleb quieted the people in the presence of Moses and said, listen, let's go up. Let's go up now and take possession of the land because we will certainly conquer it. And the men who had gone with him responded, we can't attack them people. They're stronger than us. So they gave a negative report to the Israelites about the land that they had scouted. And the land was passed through to explore in, in one of its, in is one that devours its inhabitants. And all the people we saw in it are men of great size. We even saw Nelson there, the descendants of Anak come from the Nelson. To ourselves, we seemed like grasshoppers. And we must have seemed the same to them. Um, I know that was a whole bunch. Nevertheless, just to uh, sum it up in, in my um, hoodology, so basically Moses sent uh, the 12 strong men that he had selected to go and check out the promised land, what Moses had been talking about for years and years. He began to um, make plans to move into or take possession of that land. Um, and so of the 12, the only two that came back, uh, and, and here you see uh, Caleb was the one who made the declaration, we can take them. We can handle it. We can go knock this thing out. Clearly, uh, it is inhabitable. Clearly, it is something that can be done, uh, but we have to do it now. Now, if you read a little bit further, uh, the entire, the, the, the word says the entire community broke out in loud cries. Have you ever uh, had vision or insight, uh, a thought or a mindset to do a thing, and you slipped up and sat at the wrong table and said all of the right things only uh, to encounter people who are terrified uh, to move into position or place? You ever been in a situation where as soon as something left your mouth, you regretted that you said it? You ever been in a situation where uh, you knew that what you saw was greater than the company that you happened to be keeping in that moment? Where all of a sudden now here, even you are second guessing your strengths, your talents, your abilities, and even the mandate or the mantle that has been placed on your life to move ahead. Um, as I, I read this, and it's not that I've not read it before, uh, but this time I, I begin to read it with a set of eyes. One of the things uh, that I love about the word is the Lord always reiterates uh, what he said initially. Uh, and in this time, basically, the other 10 people that went with Caleb and Joshua were scary cats. <laughs> they, they were such scary cats that they technically ensued a riot. Uh, the word begins to further explain that the people not only cried and complained and 
and whined all night, but instantly their thought process, their vision, their idea of what was to come uh, took them back to thinking about familiar places, time, and spaces. Uh, they begin to declare, shouldn't we uh, just go back to Egypt? Wouldn't it have been better if we had stayed there? Why is the Lord bringing us to a place for us to die. Now, here it is that they've gone to a place that the Lord has promised them that is equipped with everything that they need to become, to do, to operate in the measures and the guise under which God had instructed them they could. And now, those that uh, were considered the leaders, imagine 10 cities full of punks, <laughs> scary cats, I mean, right? Obviously, because if if 10 of them, all they could say is we seem, we, we felt like grasshoppers in their presence. Clearly, they must have thought the same thing of us. And those were the leaders. Do you guys realize how many people see themselves as grasshoppers and they're leading people around? It is a testimony to what we face in today's modern time uh, where we have a bunch of leaders uh, that hear the word, that, you know, to some degree may even understand the word, uh, but the reality is on the inside of themselves, they see themselves as grasshoppers. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to die by the sword? Our wives and our children will become plunder. Uh, wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? So they said all together, uh, appoint a leader. <laughs> right? Let's appoint a leader and go back to Egypt. Not go into the promised land, but return to our brokenness. Return to being slaves. Return to being incapable and unqualified. Let's make an active decision uh, to be smaller than God says we are. Let's make a choice uh, to, ru to run out to where we're, we're uh run out to where we were supposed to go. Instead, let's go backwards. Let's let's go backwards. You ever ever spent time with people or someone who goes backwards? Have, have you? Have you ever made an active decision to go backwards? The Lord has delivered you from something, something you begged him to let you out of, something you begged him to move away from. And, and then you find yourself, he's told you he's going to make you a great nation. He told you you're going to go speak to nations. He told you uh, you are going to start a business. He told you you were created to write a book. He told you several different things, but still there's something on the inside of yourself that calls you to declare that you're too small to do it. And as I continue to read in 14, and Moses and Aaron fell on their face in front of the whole community, right? Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who scouted out the land, listen, they went ham. They were so frustrated because they're thinking to themselves and they said to them, listen, the land we passed through and explored is an extremely good land. What's wrong with y'all? What, what are we doing? If the Lord is pleased with us, technically, if we do what he said, 
Now, now we've been with Moses all this time. We didn't cross over the whole Red Sea. We, we were chased by Pharaoh and his armies and the chariots, and we're still here. Do you get it? We're alive. Hello? We never missed a meal. Our clothes never wore out. We still came away with everything that God promised us. And y'all still scared? Are you kidding me? Right? And, and so Joshua and Caleb were like, listen, if the Lord is with us, he will absolutely do what he already did and bring us in to the land that's flowing with, with milk and honey. Right? But, but check this out, though. Don't rebel against him. Don't be afraid of the land. Right? Don't be afraid of the people in the land. We will devour them. Remember? Do you remember what happened in the Red Sea with Pharaoh and uh, uh, all of his soldiers? Do you remember all the chariots were capsized, right? And so, listen, their protection has been removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them, right? So now get this. Now the whole entire community threatened to stone them. The glory of the Lord appeared to the Israelites at the, at the tent of meeting, right? And so, listen, I could see Moses as he's trying to hand this mess off because now here you guys are. We, we have proof that God is for us. We have evidence that we can't lose. We have uh, certainty that rain shines sweet or snow, no matter what's going on. We got action, not only at taking it, but at taking it over, right? We, we got whole entire action. And, and so Moses said, and the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people despise me? Y'all retarded. You've got to be kidding me. How long will they not trust in me and despise all the signs that I have performed already in times past historically over and over and over again? How long will they not trust me? I tell you what, I'm a killer. That's what the Lord said. <laughs> right? Then I'll make some new ones because these ones are obviously broken. Something is wrong. They got complete mal system malfunction. And so Moses, being the great leader that he was, was like, listen, Lord, don't, don't kill him. Don't kill him because then it's going to make it look like you are a liar and hello. And we don't want none of that, right? They're going to tell the people coming and the people after that that you are a, a God that has a whole bunch of broken uh, uh, servants, right? <laughs> and I, I know you could kill him with one blow. But what I need you to do, since the Lord wasn't able to bring this people into the land, this is what the folks will say, since the Lord wasn't able to bring the people into the land that he swore to them, he slaughtered them all. So in other words, Lord, the people going to say you a failure. I, I, can't, I can't let you do that. Please, please. All right. Okay. So now my Lord's power being magnified, just as you have spoken. The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in faithful love, forgiving iniquity and rebellion. Now get this. This is an indication of grace in the Old Testament. This is an indication that God's desire, uh, even in sending Jesus, is really to save his people. He could have 
killed us all instantly. It could have been absolutely done with. It could have been over. But because God is loving and his ultimate goal is that we walk in to promise, that we walk into purpose, uh, but his power, his His truth, his will has got to be magnified in our lives in such a way that not only are we no longer afraid, uh, but that we overcome the fear of even prospering. Some of us are afraid to win. Some of us are terrified uh, to walk into the purpose and the promise. Some of us self-sabotage intentionally by going back to whatever our quote-unquote Egypt is. Some of us make active decisions to magnify the little things in our lives as opposed to magnify the great things that God in his sovereignty has consistently shown forth as it relates to us, right? But one of the things that I also saw, but he will not leave the guilty unpunished, bringing the consequences of the father's iniquity on the children to the third and fourth generation, i.e. we have heaven's court. Because right now is where we're walking in uh, the history of our forefathers. Right. And so Moses said, listen, listen, Lord, please pardon the iniquity of these raggedy people. (laughs) Right. In keeping the greatness of your faithful love, just as you have forgiven them from Egypt until now. And then the Lord responded, I have uh, pardoned them as you requested. Now, this is also an indication of us having uh, a heart or a mind for those of you that know your call to intercession to go boldly before the throne of grace and to ask or make your petitions or requests so candid and so clear that the answer or the response is, and the Lord responded, I pardoned them as you requested. We have loved ones that are lost. We have children uh, that are unsaved. We have family members and friends, uh, those around us, even foes that could use someone to intercede on their behalf only to experience the truth and the power of God's word come to pass in saying, and the Lord responded, I pardoned them as you requested. What was your last request? Right? What was your last petition before God? What's the last thing you use uh, holy boldness in declaring and or decreeing over a loved one? When is the last time you asked, asked someone, uh, ask God to pardon someone or to give somebody a pass uh, because you know they didn't have sense enough to uh, expect or pray for a pass on their own. However, one of the things that the Lord made very clear is yet as surely as I live and as the whole earth is filled with the Lord's glory, none of the men who have seen my glory, who have seen my signs, that I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness and tested in them these 10 times and do not obey me will ever see the land I swore to give their fathers. None of those who have despised me will see it. So in essence, the Lord is saying, you, you borderline hate me if you don't believe me. 
you you think or you you consider me or declare or call me a liar and you watched me be God. How many of us can honestly say you've watched God be God in your life? You've watched him open doors. You've watched him make ways. You've watched him restore some things. You've watched him uh, save you from a, a, a not just a fiery grave, but I'm talking about right here on earth. Some of you who were in situations who asked yourself probably over and over again, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know how I made it out of that. I don't know how I overcame that. I don't know how I came through this. I don't know how I came through that. I can raise my hand. And every time I think about the goodness of Jesus, uh, because the reality is we are human beings having, uh, we're spiritual, but we're, we're having a human experience. And, and the truth is, contingent upon your community, contingent upon the company that you keep, contingent upon uh, the people you surround yourself with, there's this thing that happens uh, when you deal with a bunch of naysayers, a, a thing that happens when you deal with a bunch of negativity and frustrated, angry, bitter, hateful, jealous people. There's something that happens on the inside of you that begins to change the way you feel about what God promised you. Something happens on the inside and it begins to uh, move your thinking from progressive uh, to backwards. Uh, I can use an example. Had an experience last night, uh, uh, something that I'm working on. It I, I, And Sabrina, I know you hear me, uh, and, and I'm paying attention now to the attempt of the enemy. The enemy is so divisive. His ploys are so... Um, just set on point, he will send something to distract you from doing what God promised you to do, to put you in a mindset uh, that you will begin to, to backpedal, that you will not deploy what God gave you to deploy in an effort to deflect or to defer, to avoid the promise. Uh, I want to encourage you this morning. I, I want to uh, impart to you this morning uh, the strength not only to look past the naysayers, but start to use, my grandmother would say this, she'd say, listen, you put whatever somebody says in what we call our sister, and you shake down what's unnecessary and you keep what's left. Uh, I have learned and am learning that even when negativity shows up, there is a responsibility that I bear. Uh, if I know what it is that God told me to do, my sole responsibility is to hold fast to that. That's what's left in the still in the sifter. If somebody tells you, yeah, I, I, I spoke to a man yesterday uh, and, and I was asking him about some coding classes. And the first thing the retard said to me was, now, you know, most people that take those classes are young. I said, and you said that because what? <laughs> what, what was your point? Right now, if I had listened to the man, I would have said, never mind. That's all right. Listen, you don't know me and you don't know what I do. You don't even know if I already do that. Duh, dummy. But we run into people who are literally strategically put in place to distract us from the promises of God. Let me ask you something. What is it that God told you to do that you allowed somebody to talk you out of? 
What is it that God gave you to do that he only gave you to do that nobody else can do but you because it's your job? He created you to do it. I thank God for Caleb uh, having the courage to say, listen, I, I hear what y'all saying. And, and yeah, they might have been big. I'm not tripping off of that. It's not anything we can't conquer considering we have everything that we need and we got a front runner and a rear guard. Uh, are you Are you forgetting what we already have overcome? Have you lost what, what we triumphed over? Why would the size of what's over there that still belongs to us, whether or not they big, small, short, tall, fat, skinny, black, white, polka dot, I don't care what they don't have, what they do have, all I know is that we have all power simply because we have God with us. Have you ever considered that you have God with you, that there's absolutely, positively nothing you cannot do, especially if he gave you instructions to do it? You ever thought about the reality that because he brought you over this time, that time, the time before, the time before that, that not only have you overcome, but you are created to overcome, you are created to implement every single thing that he told you to do? What's that thing in your mind? You, you know that thing that you borderline forgot about? You somewhat had put on the back burner, ah, I'm too old. Ah, that'll never happen for me. What's that thing? I want you to get that thing in your mind right now. Not only do I want you to get it in your mind, but what I want you to do is I want you to write down exactly what it is that God told you to do. Yesterday I was speaking with my mother and she asked me, she said, Dion, when you were um, <laughs> when you were a little girl, what did you want to be? It's a question I asked so frequently. It made me smile when she asked me. Um, and I, I said, I, I just wanted to, to talk to people. That's it. I wanted to speak to people. I wanted to encourage people. And she said, well, what makes you so so sure? Um, I said, I used to draw it over and over again. I would be standing behind a podium. Um, I said, and, and to be very honest, I wanted to do business and encourage people. She said, I wanted to be a teacher. And, you know, I used to make dolls the the students, and there were numbers on the back of the door at my grandmother's house. I can remember them in my mind's eye, even right now, and um, that's exactly what she was, and that's exactly what she is. If you sit in her presence for long enough, um, you'll learn something. It's just, it's just who she is, and so um, I, I said that to say, do you even recall being a, a, a little girl, a little boy, and daydreaming about what you would do or what you would become? One of the things that I know without a shadow of a doubt is that when God gives your mind or your heart a thing to think, it's because he has a plan to bring it to fruition. It's because he has magnified that on the inside of you through his lens, through the lens of his heart, and he's given you a desire in your heart for him to fulfill it. And so as, 
as Joshua and Caleb, and, and if you go over uh, to Joshua, the first chapter, uh, I, I, I want you to read it on your own, but I'm going to tell you something that was very important. Uh, one of the things that was said multiple times was, be strong and courageous. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. And at this time, uh, uh, Moses had died, and now here is, is Joshua preparing to lead the people into the Jordan. So the mantle of the baton has been passed. There are some things on the inside of you that if you do not establish them now, there will be no baton because the reality is all we are living is to leave a legacy. Every single thing about every step, every breath that we take is connected and tied to the destiny of future generations. And isn't it unfortunate that so many of our ancestors in those tens and thirties and forties of generations uh, never passed the baton because uh, they looked over into the promised land and they saw the people and deemed themselves grasshoppers. They magnified uh, their insufficiencies. They magnified their inferiorities. They magnified uh, their small, meager thought processes. They magnified and intensified the hugeness and the vastness of the job that was before them instead of uh, like trying to eat an elephant one bite at a time. Some things you have to stand back and size up, make an active decision that I might not be able to come from the left. I might not be able to come from the right. Sometimes you got to take things head on, big, small, short, tall, doesn't matter, but you got to make the strides to walk into the promised land. And Joshua began to lead out and Caleb uh, aside him as they uh, started to walk into the reality of what God had promised Moses that he didn't even have the opportunity to see. And the cold part is 10 leaders of 10 tribes and all they people that they had created a ruckus with died. Didn't even get to go. Right? Not only did they not get to go, but now here are several, multiple, a plethora of additional batons that needed to be passed that didn't get handed down because they magnified their smallness. They magnified uh, what they felt like they couldn't do. They magnified the problem. Uh, vision requires uh, that what you magnify is greater than what you understand. Vision requires that you go forward into your purpose and your promise intentionally. Vision requires that no matter what it looks like, no matter how frustrated you get, no matter how uh, uh, difficult the task may appear, it requires that if nothing else, at least you try. Right? The fact that Moses, uh, following the instructions of the Lord, sent someone, go check it out. What's the last thing you checked out? We're, we're on our way into a new decade, right? We're on our way into a whole new era of things where giants in the faith and in the gospel are passing on, where communities are changing and where people who were once teenagers or in their early 20s and 30s are now caregivers and uh, nurturers. Now, here we are uh, where you might be in the, the middle of your life, where you're supposed to be walking into uh, the promise, and here you are looking at Egypt lusting. 
just just forget it. I, I may as well just go back. I, I may as well just do what I've been doing. I may as well just say what I've been saying. I may as well just have what I've been having. I may as well just go ahead and accept that this is it. This is final. It's a wrap. It's done for. Have you resolved or resigned to the reality that there's nothing after this is it? So if that's you, if you you made that decision, uh, that thing you wrote on that piece of paper, uh, that that and hopefully uh, even if if you were on your way to work, when you get to work, write it down. And what we want to do is we want to revive that again. Let let me just give you my testimony. The last three years, and I know you guys know this, but to to walk in my shoes and to have God do every single thing that he promised me is breathtaking. It is mind-blowing. He has consistently not only kept me, but he's moved me from faith to faith, from glory to glory. My entire life has changed as a result of being completely dismantled, completely displaced, completely broken in every single area of my life, and still he kept me. Not only did he keep me, but he's kept my mind. He's kept my heart. He's kept my thought process. And I know for a fact that if he could do it for me, if he could do it through me, if he could do it with me in the entire time uh, having to maintain and hold on to my faith in the process with all of the problems surrounding with uh, the communities around me falling to their knees and me in my mind, that's all right, honey. All I'm going to do is keep going. I'm going to keep pressing because I know that there's got to be something on the other side of this. The days I want to quit every time I look at my son, quit, I dare not. He's been the strength of my salvation. He's been a keeper of my my mind. He's been the lover of my soul every time I look at Mari and I think about him on my roof with a whole water gun and see him laughing and talking and smiling and being the man I know God created him to be. I dare not give up. I wish I would quit. I wish I would lay down and fall out and stop moving forward. And so I just want to tell you this morning, I know sometimes uh, things get frustrating. I know sometimes it can look a little scary. I know sometimes the great looks like they are the size of a man's head. I know every now and then it looks like uh, the opposition is winning, but I need to tell you that if God before you, what is the entire world against you? That no, no single weapon formed against you will prosper. If the Lord told you to pursue it, I guarantee you he's made you provisions to walk into it. You just got to pick that piece of paper up. Uh, whatever it takes to get the manifestation of what you see on the pages into the earth, do it. You can take them. I promise you, if you start making strides to do what it is that God told you to do, the only thing that will happen going forward is he'll prove himself strong. And the great thing is you've got crazy folks to get up every single day, rain, shine, sleep or snow and pray for that piece of paper uh, to start to breathe. Can these dry bones live? Absolutely. Through and with the power of God. Can this, what's on this piece of paper live? Not only can it live, but doggone it, I, I, I wish you would go to the grave with what God gave you on the inside of you. How 
selfish, how uh, insensitive would that be, especially if you got a tribe of people, a community of people that ain't crying and complaining about what we lost. I don't care about what I lost. All I care about is what I got left. And with what I got left, every demon, every devil, every enemy, every obstacle, honey, I'm going to pursue because I know that if the hand of God falls on that thing, the only thing that can happen is I win. The only thing that can happen is you triumph. The only thing that can happen is imminent victory. I promise you, you win if you don't quit. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm not telling you Moses' testimony. I'm talking about what I know. I'm talking about what I live. I'm talking about what I've seen with my own eyes. I'm talking about the promises of God that have been and consistently are yes and amen. So I just want to encourage you this morning. Be careful what you magnify. Make sure your vision is focused and certain on the truth of what God promised you. Don't you worry about what you think you see. I don't care how big it is. You got it. You got it. So with that said, uh, I conclude my share this morning uh, on vision. I, I just need us to see stuff a little bit differently. Amen, amen, and amen. I hope that helps somebody. Amen. Anybody have anything this morning? Good morning, good morning. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning. Great decoration, Dion. Great decoration. Sometimes we put, you know, <clears throat> the giants in our lives are around us. We make them stronger than God when that's just a lie from the pit of hell. So I thank yes, you for ma'am. the decoration this morning. It was just, just a great decoration. Anytime you speak, I enjoy it. You because you it's so much that comes out of you, you know how a person your stature with all that stuff in them. I praise God for it though because it blesses me every time. Amen. Have a wonderful day. Amen. 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 Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Dion. It's Bernice. Hey, Bernice. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Um, the more I am on the line in this month compared to all the others, I've gotten so much more. And I'm realizing, especially in your declaration today, about the giant. And, and um, I'm finding that the giant uh, in my life or the giant in my life are me. And... Um, and I just want to say thank you so much for um, sharing these things with us in this month. I appreciate you. God bless you. Amen. Good morning, Amen. family. It's Dondria. Hey, Dondria. Good morning, it's Demetriana. Hey, Demetriana. Good morning, it's Swinda. And all I can hey. say is wow. Wow, this is very great declaration this morning. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Dion. Wonderful declaration on this morning. 
Good morning, Dion. Good morning, uh, Declare Victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Sarge. Good morning, Dion. It's Nikisha. Good morning, family. Good morning, Good morning, Dion. Good morning. I, I can't hear you, whoever that is. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Sister good morning. Dion. Good morning, Brother Bill. She our pastor. <laughs> good, good morning. This is Mona. Good morning, Excuse Mona. Me. Uh, I'm so stopped up. That's okay. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, yo. <laughs> Good morning, dear. Say it again. Good morning, Dion, and de- um, declare officially. This is Rochelle, and I just want to tell you, I am so enlightened when God wakes me up before time to pray and. You confirmed that whole prayer, so I thank you. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Dion. Great to see you. Go ahead. I hear you. Hey, Deidre. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. And who else? I'm here. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Dion. I just want to thank you for your wisdom, for your encouragement, and for bringing the truth. Love you. Amen. Amen. Love you more. Oh, good morning, Dion. Good morning, Sarah Victory. Denise. Good morning, Denise. Oh my goodness, uh, your declaration was absolutely so powerful and amazing. I mean, I just, everything that you were saying was like dropping in my ears and just exploding. Uh, the word is so powerful. You know, you were asking us, you know, has God ever given you something, you know, or told you something and you uh, didn't do it, you know, and I, and I, and he said, think about things that you may have forgotten about. I didn't get to write it down because I'm in preparation and going to work. But I thought about several things. And then I started to think about, well, why, you know, um, have I not had the courage to do what God said to do? And it reminded me of when I was a little girl and I would say things and be inspired about things and say what I wanted to do when I grew up or, you know, something that I may have been excited about at that time. And I was always told that I couldn't do it. And so I would be discouraged. When you talk about the naysayers and the people who, um, you know, like in the story uh, with Joshua and Caleb and Moses, that came back with the bad report. And it, it, it was like a, a fire that just burned through the whole camp, you know, and everyone, um, you know, they took on his out, basically. And so I related to that so much because I feel like that's what happened with me as a little girl being told that I couldn't do things. Um, 
and that I wasn't capable or, you know, it wasn't possible for me, that it put a seed of doubt inside of me. And that seed of doubt um, grew, you know, unconsciously. I didn't really know that that's what it was um, or that's where it originated from until he told the story. So um, I'm just grateful and I, and I thank you. There's so much that you said uh, this morning. I have to go back and listen and study, but um, I need to get that root of doubt out of me so that I can do what God has said that I was meant to do. And I thank you for the encouragement that, you know, saying out loud that, and we hear this all the time, you know, if God is for me, then who can be against me? But, you know, it's really true. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. Bless the Lord. Oh, Father. That, you know, God God with us is more than any naysayer outside of us. Uh, And, you know, I I want want it back. I want my courage back. I want that, you know, that little girl to know that she can do anything that God says she can do. So I'm just really grateful right now. Thank you. You don't have to thank me, sweetheart. <laughs> That's absolutely our job um, on a consistent basis. And the beautiful thing is this, Denise, that you have a right um, to declare every single thing that God said about you. And you have a right to come out of agreement with the word curses that were spoken over you. You can renounce and then begin to reinvent yourself based upon how the Lord sees you and what you were in his imagination. Um, according to Psalms 139.16, he knew you in your unformed state. Right, we can use Jeremiah 29:11. Before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. He already had an agenda, a plan, an objective for your life, and it is our responsibility to complete it. You have to ask yourself, what will I hand off? What will I pass to the time? Who's coming behind me with what it is that God put in me to give and to leave the earth? That's all we live for, really. It is a very selfless existence, but the unfortunate part is most people are so selfish, they let fear and terror and trepidation trick them out of a a great future. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Dion, I just want to add, initially what I wanted to say is, Sometimes we make um, the giant seem, we magnify the giants in our life. And mm-hmm. with that word, that declaration this morning, it helps me to see that I'm I'm a giant over my giant. My heart for yeah. God is a giant over the giant. So what God said about me, what he has for me, what he promised me is what I will have no matter what. Nobody else thinks, nobody, what nobody else says, no matter how anybody else looks at me, 
what's pleasing to God is what's going to please, going to be pleasing, period. Mhm. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's good. <laughs> good morning, Amen. sis. This is Rabonda. Good morning. Good morning. I I think that once we get with you know, uh, what you brought out this morning, and um, I clearly get it. I think for a lot of us, um, the time in possessing all, um, walking in that direction, a lot of times we would love for the Lord to expedite the time. But him knowing the plans that he had for us, a lot of times, um you know, um, there are great lessons to learn on the way, and some of us have to learn them. Um, myself, uh, being a part of a family that um, that left a legacy, <laughs> um, uh, all of it not good, um, had to really work through some things and really reach deep down on the inside and deal with some ills. Uh, that would cause me to to fear going in and um, taking possession. And then while making up my mind on the way, um, really dealing with fear and knowing that um, that did not come from the Lord because his desire is to prosper us and to make sure that we're in a good place. Um, to possess the land um, and to live there and to conquer the inhabitants. And so what I've realized is where what he has for me, um, they're, they're always going to be uh, uh, entities that would want to dismantle and rip apart all that God has for me. And realizing that, you know, he doesn't deal with my clock at all and that is what that is that was that has been one of the biggest things that i've had to deal with because there's times when uh i know that i should have moved a little quicker you know and i clearly heard god say move vonda and you know dealing with the idea of okay god you know but i'm afraid and then softly, it's low, I'm with you. And so in, in this time right now, I'm realizing that, you know what, God is dealing with this time. All he wants me to do is continue to move. Yes. Continue to move, to, to continue to move and don't stop. Every day counts. Every, uh, and not to worry about, you know, how it's going to happen or the when but to know it's going to happen because he promised. And that's what I take courage in today, sis. And so guess what? It turns the clock off. So mm -hmm. even at 55 going on 56, you know, I'm not, I used to trip about, I should have been right here by now. I should have had this by now and all of those. And it's uh, the Holy Spirit is just letting me know, you know what? I got you. You know, mm -hmm. and we're so busy a lot of times worried about what we, like I said, what I didn't have or what I don't have. And I love when you said, okay, but what do I have left? 
and mm-hmm. and and knowing that God, you that's the stuff, that's the good stuff, you know, that He uses, and the tenacity that I have, mm-hmm. and the fight that I have. Mm-hmm. So when I so when I look back and I didn't walk in when I felt I should, so I have to remember the Lord saying, "I'm with you, and I know the plans I have for you." So I enjoyed your share this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sis. Hey, sis. Amen. Hey. Good morning. It's Demetriana. I'm in the um, supply closet um, at work. So let me just say, I love it. I feel like we support her when you have to go to the handicap all real quick. But oh, what an amazing share. Everything that you shared and just in the season and, and thinking about um, the enemy. And for some reason, you know, when we talk about getting back what what he took, like getting our stuff, and I don't want everything back. Because so, what was taken from me unlawfully will be restored to me, all of it and more. So I'm concerned to trust God, like what Obama said, too. He, he, his word says it. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So it's a lot of stuff going on, and it feels hard. But I just know that I have to really trust him like never before, so I'm not losing sight of, of the vision that he has for me. I'm not tripping off your vision, everybody else is on, on the line vision, but just what he has for, for Demetriana. So again, there's so much, so much, so much that, because he, he's never going to leave us. He walked before us. Psalms 23 has really been um, in my spirit in my spirit, in this whole month of vision, and so we're not getting distracted, and we're not that fearful as the sister was speaking about wanting that little girl. Oh, my God, that just touched me so much because a lot was taken from us, a lot of joy, a lot of uh, hope, and a lot of trust, but we have to know that God will never leave us more forsaken through the heart, or he's going to restore some things, but we got to open up to let him. We can't be fearful. We can't be fearful. We're not supposed to be fearful. We have to just really trust God to be who he said. And, again, there's so much going on, but if we trust him and his promises, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I just love you. And I just wanted to, to tell you thank you for who you've been in my life. I love you to life. Amen. I love you more. Amen. Man, anybody else? Good morning. It's Nikisha. Thank you. Um, hey, uh, what really um, rattled my cage was when you said, um, are you being selfish about not doing what you're supposed to be doing because there's people that are behind you that need what you have. And so that's what really got me. So thank you for putting that blue fire under me. Blessings. <laughs> Blessings. Super important. That's good stuff. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, D. Hi, good morning. This is this is Nikisha. I just wanted to say that I enjoyed uh you this morning. And um, it was so funny. I, I enjoyed you so much to the point where, um, you know, with electronics these days, you want to press rewind. I started to press rewind, but realized I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But I enjoyed you this morning. 
Amen. Thank you, Keith. It's good to hear your voice. You too. Good morning, Sister Dia. Hey, brother Jeff. Who who else was that? Let me let's let's let this testosterone speak real quick, and then you jump in after. Who was that? It's Moni. Okay, in the middle. Okay, go ahead, brother Jeff, and then Moni, you go. Amen. Thank you, brother. You know, this month, uh, it, it has been a a great month for me to just listen, right, and take all this information, this knowledge in. But when you talked about the Israelites talking about going back, being, you know, I, I like, my God, ain't no way I'm going back to what God done delivered Jeff from. So, you know, there's so much I got out of your declaration this morning. The one thing I got out of your declaration is that, uh, Jeff, you got to fight. I, uh, you know, I, I, I have to press you know, because I ain't going back. And, and, and when you talked about being asked as as a child, you know, what you want to be, you know, when you grow up, and I look back at where I was as a child, how the enemy has fought me all my life to even rob me of the vision of what I might want to be because I never progressed past the cowboy and Indian stage. So the enemy been fighting me that hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's crucial that I confess and speak God's word over my life. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, so I know that I must fight because I ain't never going back. Listen, come on. You and me, the, I don't want it. I don't <laughs> I don't want none of that stuff back. I'm cool. <laughs> and the cold part is if you ain't paying attention, he'll sneak you with your with your own thoughts. Mm mm. Nope, 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 no rewind for me. Look, Nikita, I I not want to rewind. I'm cool. I'm scared to death of me without Jesus. She is low down. You hear me? What I say? She ain't right. I don't like her. She kept me in trouble. I'm cool. <laughs> nope. No, thank you, please. None for me, thanks. Hey, man. Go ahead, Molly, Molly. Hey, good morning. Hi. Morning. Hi, everyone. Um, I had to come outside so I don't wake up Omar. Um, <laughs> I was listening to you this morning as I was laying with him, and I had my earpiece in, and I just about fell out. I, I almost fell out of the bed with with everything you were saying. I, I was trying, I was trying to unhear everything. Right. I was like, I'm a la la la. I'm not I'm, listening. I'm not listening. <laughs> I couldn't even do that because I would have woke him up if I went. La, 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 la. <laughs> but that was good. that was good stuff. It, it was super good. It was real sober, sobering. It was like a, it was like I got hit in the head with a bat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though. It's, that was good stuff. Um, this has been a really good month, and a lot of real sobering messages have been delivered. And it's all God. It really, truly is all God. He wants us to hear all this stuff. He really wants us. He really wants to move us from from glory to glory. You know, 
And so we're here. It's no coincidence that we're here. It's no coincidence that we're a part of this family. And I just want to thank you for your message today. And I love you. I love you more. <laughs> thank you for sharing. <laughs> Anybody else? Hi, good morning. This is Kemper. Hey, Kemper, good morning. How are you? How's everybody doing this morning? I'm pretty awesome, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I came in a little late. I've been struggling with this sore throat and cold. Um, but what I did here, um, it, it made my spirit want to reach out and tell you I need to get with you. I'm not on social media. Um, and I was referred to the call by Yolanda Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And I've just been joining in as much as I can, but I am... Uh, I'm in need of of support. So how do I connect with you? Um, and not you go can... through social media or, I mean, how do I, let me just share a little bit. You know, when you talk about vision, you know, I saw a vision a long time ago, but I just, I was strung out for 30 plus years. Amen. Well, listen, you in good company, honey. It's a whole bunch of junkies and ex hoes and all the rest of the stuff on this call, child. We ain't perfect. I know. I know. I know. And you I, better I know. shut I up. <laughs> I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel ashamed. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't feel ashamed. Oh, you, you're in great company. You in great company. Come on. Listen, Some of us ain't exes. How about that? Wait, wait, wait. So wait, some of us are some of us are good. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful and right. I know it and that's why, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, you know, it's it, speak up. You you got to speak up. You got to ask. You got to ask. You can't continue to hide. And that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been allowing fear to interfere. And I don't want to do that. Amen. Well, like I said, honey, look, it's, it's great to cry. Crying is really good. It's necessary and it's par for the course. But isn't it a beautiful thing to be in a place and you ain't got to be ashamed to be you? Child, we, when I say we ain't tripping, I mean. <laughs> I mean you are in great company. Um, there are so many people on the call that are uh, – um, in recovery or have been through the recovery process. Um, and uh, I'm not sure. Let me, I'm going to give you a uh, a phone number right quick, Kemper. Got something to write with? I'm ready. 510-256-1111. Uh, it's five ten two five six six nine zero four. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. Temper. Temper. Can you hear me? I can. I don't know. This is Patrice. You can call me. Five one zero six eight nine. Nine six 
let me say this. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm not struggling. I, I mean, I have many addictions, but I'm not struggling with drugs and or alcohol today. I'm struggling with uh, the vision that God has given me. I'm stuck. I go work out, go to meetings, and go home. That's my life. And I know that God has more for me. So I need, I need, I need help. I need, I need, I, I don't even know, you know, as far as which way to go, left or right. You know, I, I pray before I make a move. And it's like, okay, yeah, you make a move to go out and do this and do that as far as working out and going to a meeting, but I'm ready to be about God's business. You know, I think I, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm not good in my own skin right now. I'm not, I'm not comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm stirred up, but I just don't know. I'm stuck. I go home and I'm just, I'm just there. That's what I'm well, that, that, that right there, Kimber, trust me, we get it. And even when I say there there are a whole bunch of ex- everything, and we we ain't really talking about struggling in your addiction because if okay. you were stuck okay. in your addiction, you probably wouldn't be on the call. But don't don't let the enemy trick you with, with pride about worrying about that. We ain't tripping off of that because at the end of the day, you are only as great as the relationships that you have. Number one is you super isolated. That's the first thing. So the fact that you opened Absolutely. your mouth and said, "I need help," is winning. Yeah. Like we okay. ain't tr- we ain't trying to put you in a in a junkie bag. Don't don't trip off that. <laughs> uh, I did enough of that yeah. already. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I I did it. Don't don't worry about that. But but God will connect you to people to get you to your next okay. destination. That's, okay. That's okay. the goal, right? No different yes. than Moses had a Joshua, right? No different than than David had a Jonathan. Uh, uh, so the more you, you move, right, Moses okay. had an Aaron. Everybody has a someone that helps them help themselves, Okay. right? And it's a process. And so really your prayer should be, Lord, I, I need you to create strategic relationships. Okay. Because at, at the end of the day, that's what you need. You need a relationship that's going to make the difference, right? Um, anybody on this call one of one of the things um, that I like, and, and and I'm I'm not being funny, and I'm I'm not telling you what to do, but you may want to get on social media. I, I don't know if you're if there's a reason that you don't do it, but we don't we don't just use social media to social. You know, we encourage one another, we connect with one another easily. Okay, okay, um, I'm open. There are groups and phases of things. Um, you know, for some of us, the deliverance group is like a lifeline. There are so many different things. So don't okay. don't limit yourself to to the gym meetings and the couch. That's not good. Okay. 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 So that's it. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. Okay. Who 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 moving tables and chairs now? Y'all play too much. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Um, I just want to remind us all that really at the end of the day, our lives are what we make them. You know, God, God gives us access to everything. Somebody needs to mute their phone. Amen. Um, <clears throat> anybody else have anything? Um, <clears throat> I, D. 
Dion, I just want you to know that I love you. I love you to the moon and back. I thank you for the declaration. I thank God for you, and I thank you for all that you pouring in us. And um, to piggyback off of what um, you just said, um, I know it's a cliche when um, you hear the Lion King said it's the, uh, the, um, the, the circle of life, and we're all connected. We're all connected. There's a reason why God placed us. He's strategic. And he put us together, all of us together. We may never cross paths, but God has a way to put us together because we have what each other has what we need, if that makes sense. So um, all that you point in us is because at this season in our life, we need that. And everybody that we come in contact with is because whatever struggles that we may have been dealing with in our past or currently is because that individual got put in your life has something to pour in you or help you out or you to help out rather. So I want to thank you for all that you pour in us. And also I thank each and every one of you guys for all that you pour in me. God bless you all and happy holidays. Thank you, Jacqueline. God bless you too. And I appreciate you. And yes, ma'am. I mean, you can use the Lion King, uh, Ice Age. There's so many cartoons that, honey, I'd be like, look how, look how people and connections change lives. <laughs> a powerful thing um, to have people in your corner because listen honey you would die isolating yourself that's, that's playing yourself 101 so I thank God for each one of you and I love you all as well yeah that that isolation thing and um, destroy, it, it will pick you it's like a stagnant river with no outlet it's awful yeah it may, it, it may appear to be okay but nothing's living in it because there is no mm -hmm. outlet and nothing can get to it. You know, mm -hmm. um, you have to be very, very careful. And, um, and especially when you are, um, when you, when you it just when you think you've conquered addiction, it might be the, it, it might be that part and it don't necessarily have to be drugs. It could be anything, you know, right. but, but getting rid of the habit because we've, 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 Forget that after we've been delivered in an area, there are certain proclivities that we've practiced over time that we've become right. comfortable with, you know, and if you're not careful, see, the one thing about it is when you struggle, at least you know you're in a fight, but, but once you get comfortable with that thing, that's when it's a problem, that's you know. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's where yeah, that's where the discontent comes in, and why you need people in your life, you know, to let you know, you know, to shake you up and say, hey, what's going on, you know, um, you have to, um, because the God we serve is relational. Everything about our lives is relational. You know, now there's times when we need solitude because Jesus did that. You know, you have to kind of come away from, you know, just the the, the rigors of life or, you know, just being around, you know, so much. And solitude is good. It's good for our minds. It's good for us to hear, you know, to hear from God, you know. But normally when, when isolation um, comes in, there's normally, um, uh, it's almost like when you go into ICU, you know, that, that means that, that no one really can come in you know, and the person who's in there can't come out because there is something wrong, you know, mm -hmm. but, but you don't stay there. The goal is not to, 
to stay there. It's there to recover. You know, it's there to recover. You, uh, one thing, and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. Now, um, I think I made this analogy before about how when uh, when they go into, uh, when you're going to buy a home, and sometimes it might be infested, and how they have to tent the place. You know, you'll walk, you walk, uh, drive by a house, and you'll see a tent over it. And mm-hmm. basically, what they did, what they do is they protect the environment, and what they do is they isolate what is going on wrong, and then they fumigate the place to get rid of the bugs. You know, but the, the but the goal is to make sure that the house is okay for someone to purchase it, and not have to worry about infesting, you know, an, an infestation or it being harmful to the buyer. You know, and so there's a time when we have to um, uh, to get away and we have to heal because you know what well, we're not healthy for anyone else. And so when we've done that, we have to be careful not to go back. Like you said, not why go back to what isn't what isn't good for you, would necessarily want to kill you. And like I said, it's not just drugs and alcohol and sex and all that kind of stuff. It's the habit. It's the stuff that that put us there in the first place. That's why we've done the hard work in dealing with what's what's in our generation, what's in my lineage, what's in my line, what what in this legacy that I inherit, that I'm practicing, that is eating up everything that God has given me, you know, mm-hmm. that the uh, the locusts and all that kind of stuff, because it's in us, those old iniquities, you know, that um, yep. stuff, the stuff that we ain't had nothing to do with. We ain't had nothing to do with this. I'm fifth and sixth generation, and this foolishness is right here. And so that's why we do the hard work now. That's why we have these great messages to remind us to do the work. And like you said, keep going. And one day you're probably going to have to visit that declaration again, Dion, about, you know what, we win, you know, keep going, you know, because you win if you don't quit. Where it come from? You know, we win if we don't quit, you know, and I ain't quitting either, sis. You know, I ain't even got quit in me. Listen, isolation will kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it will. Listen, listen, isolation will make a fool out of you. That's what isolation will do. Isol- <laughs> isolation have you. Uh, my my little brother yesterday, he said he had, what what did he say? I said something about, oh, if, you're, uh, if your squad is comprised of a bunch of, uh, um, I saw what are those things called? Uh, what are those things called? Uh, groupies. 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 Yeah, groupies. You, you, you might be you a might narcissistic, be a... sugar. <laughs> but my, my brother yeah. said he is his squad. Honey, I found that Danger Will Robinson GIF right quick. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, if you your own squad, I'm scared of you. And this, this my this my whole blood brother. And he got some narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, danger, you, you, danger, warning, warning. Yeah, warning. They can't tell you, if they can't tell you you're wrong, if they can't tell you you're wrong or tell you about your stuff, there's a problem. Child, if you tell that boy he wrong, he he want to push you off a bridge. I ain't going. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, yes. I just have to say something, you guys. Uh, this is Carla. 
Um, I woke up all morning. This is before I got on this call. And I only got on the call probably like 15 minutes ago. And everything that you guys said was like right on point. Everything that God was shaking me in my spirit all night about isolation. Because it's something that we tend to do a lot of times after being saved for a long time. And sometimes we start we start moving towards that direction for many, many reasons. And God just wanted, wanted me, as I was um, listening to you guys, to just speak out, like, right, about that whole isolation thing because I'm constantly talking to people all the time about being isolated and how it's real easy to get caught up in that, whether you've been saved a long time or just got saved last week, right? And it's because that's the enemy's plan, right? It's to get us to a place to where we either think we're better than, right, or we think we, we've gotten somewhere that we don't need other people, so then he can get in your head because everything we stuck in, right, is in our own head, right? And so everything that we do, we have to constantly remind ourselves how to link up, how to, so other people can, can help you navigate, right, this system that God has strategically placed us in because not only did he place us on a call together, but he also, there's things that God wants us to do for one another, pour into each other's lives so we can continue to grow and move in the direction that he's leading us, right? And so I just wanted to just say that. I love you, ladies. I love you guys. I love you gents out there. A lot of you guys don't even know me by faith, but I've been around. So I just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for being there as my troop, you know. And, um, you know, um, you guys have a wonderful, 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 wonderful um, rest of the morning. Amen. <laughs> That's good stuff, honey. That's good stuff. Thank you for coming off mute to, to share. We appreciate you, and I appreciate your sound this morning. Yeah, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else? <clears throat> Amen. Well, listen, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh oh, say it again. I'm sorry. Oh no, that was me. Just about to say. Um, I really needed this. Hold on, let me get this. Everything I was just listening, when it comes to isolation for me, I noticed that the enemy been, you guys, it been more with my health. I've been, like, with my knees, like I told you guys, with my heel and everything. I noticed it was always, like, I can't wait to get home. And I realized that's just the enemy also, you know, trying to keep me isolated in that way. But, yeah, I'm glad that I, I also know it and see it where I can um, – push myself out of it because lately I've been noticing like this down this down spirit been trying to come over. Y'all know what I mean? Like this the like trying to this cloud been trying to um interfere. But also I've been seeing the light also with how with Jesus being blessed in my in my, well answering my prayers. You know what I'm saying? So it's just such a uh, um just how God just been revealing his glory and also how I'm seeing how the enemy is attacking trying to, you know, bother me emotionally and in, in that in that way, you know, like shaking me up emotionally with um isolation and with just with my pain, with the pain. With dealing with the pain in my knees and stuff. But besides that, like I said, I'm a Jesus took pain, you guys. So I, I keep it pushing and I just always asking for a strip, you know, to to let me just to keep going. You know what I mean? 
Oh, I'm just, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful, and I'm learning. I'm just so grateful for today, you guys. I love you, Dion, because all what you have pointed to me, I want to speak for myself. Even to know, even dealing with this dark cloud, with the storm, how to speak to it, all these things that I have, you know, learned, you know, um, a lot from you. You know what I'm saying? Of, you know, of even now, I, I'm realizing that it's a cloud. I know I got to get on my knees, and I got to. I, I know I never could say that word right strategically. Um, 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 aim my arrows right. So I'm just so grateful. You know, I'm not no condemnation here. But I've just been feeling that, 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 that spirit that's connected to it, trying to connect, you know, make me feel in doubt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah. Of course yeah, I do. So, <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I love you guys. I love this line because that's one thing that I know is my lifeline of hearing every declaration of everybody, of every comment of how we connected. Don't ever let that be doubted because he's, he's real on here. He's right here. He's right here on the line right now. So that's one thing that I do know. You know what I'm saying? So that's something I do know. And I know just what um, Tanya said. He's knitting. When, he, when you said Tanya, he, the scripture that she told me, that, that, that scripture continues to be revealed to me right now. He's there. He's in my mouth. He's in my heart. He's right here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? God. So I love you guys. I love y'all so much. Even when this enemy thinks he's about to get me, how he's, he's He's been revealed. He's been revealed. And I just got to, like you said, don't give up. Just don't give up. Just don't give up. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep fighting. You always mm-hmm. just, just today, how you relit my fire. Because I was just feeling all down and sick. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to wait. No, I'm going to stop. That's how you always do that. Stop. Yeah. Get up off your butt and do it now. My God. <laughs> You know what I'm but that, but that, that right there—that's how you get yourself out, though, honey. I talk, I talk so crazy to me. Uh, if y'all could, if y'all could hear me talking crazy to myself, y'all would fall out laughing. Honey, shut <laughs> up. Get it together. Shut that off. What you doing? Okay, yeah. Going through, honey. If you don't get up and move it on. Yeah, but well, I have to do that to myself. You do that to you talk to. crazy to us like that. So who would be surprised? That's correct. I'm sorry, Absolutely. <laughs> Hear me absolutely. So, I, you know, yeah. just know that I'm not exempt from me talking crazy. I talk oh, crazy God. to myself just like I talk crazy to y'all. Honey, feeling sorry for yourself is not an option. No, Moving not on. at all. I cannot. <laughs> ain't, no pity pa- ain't no pity party here. No, thank mm-hmm. you. When I used to do that in my addiction, all that pity party was me. Why me? Why it had to be me? Girl, shut the up. If I hurt you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just can like I that. Just add, can I, can I say this? Because this, this is Rochelle, and I know I, I'll be trying not to get on here, but God has just been so good. Um, my thing is know that you are supported. Even though you can't see the support, know that somebody is praying for you. Maybe they don't know that your situation. Maybe they've been there, whatever the case may be, but know that you are supported. And if you don't see or understand and can believe that nobody's supporting you, know that Jesus already bared it for you. So that part right there, know that he supported you way even before you got here. And the reason why you're here and you're able to come out is because he did what he did. So that was one of the things when I lost my son, the support was great. I needed that, you know, physical support to see. But all in all, just knowing and trusting and, and not isolating myself, but 
putting myself only in God's way to hear. And I, every time the enemy tries to show me somebody that may have done it or, you know, has something to do with it, I cast down every imagination that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God because my mind is the Christ of God. I'm striving for that. It don't matter. God has the final authority. He has the final say. So in order to support that support, Jesus did it. He went to the cross for everything, everything that we can imagine. Every every time we get into a situation, woe is me. Every At that time, I know it don't feel like it, but I focus on that. And that's what keeps me afloat, to know that I am a child of God, that he even allowed me to be a daughter, to show me things, that he called me friends, that he reveals the mystery. So that's, that's just... I want to encourage people that the support is there. Sometimes you don't see it, but just knowing that God loves you and everything that you need, he can, he can bring you about it if you trust him. That's, that's the main support right there. That's good. That's good. Great share. Everything. Mm-hmm. And that was, everything. that was a perfect example of being strong and courageous, especially when you lose a child to violent crime. Honey, that's, listen, use a boss. My hat's off. Absolutely, my hat is off, sis. That's the way, way, way to live past, way to live through things. Love it, love it, love it. Amen. That blessed my heart this morning. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to wrap this up? Uh, don't wrap up. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can go all day in this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Listen, I, I get it. I get it. Sometimes you just need need that that fire. My grandmother said, if you want to stay warm, you stick by the fire. Unless you play yourself. Amen. Good morning, Dion. This is Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Good morning. Thank you for that push. Amen. That was a needed push. <laughs> push. I most think. needed push. Yeah, that was a push. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I was like Moni. I I in here fighting in my room. Mm-hmm. Didn't know whether to holler or scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually Amen. laughing because I have to. Cause, but the tears are just rolling. Mm-hmm. This morning. Yeah. Just push on, honey. Because at the end of the day, you can take them. I don't care. And I don't care how many it is. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yep. That's mm-hmm. good. Yep, that's good. That's a good place. That's a great location right there. Because like you said, you don't need to know every detail. Just keep moving. Just move around. <laughs> Just move around. That's all. Just move around. You can't lose. Mm-hmm. If he already, like- If he already said it, yeah. Yeah. I think I think when you grab that piece right there, mm-hmm. you can't lose. It's impossible. Yeah, because he already said he said you win in the end, so just keep moving. That's it. But that that's the problem. We always try to figure out what the end result is. That ain't none of your and, business. Just move around. Yeah. That's the hardest part to all. You don't want to go through the process. 
Uh-huh. Even though he's shown you the end, you just don't, uh-huh. you're just trying to figure out you, you're in your head. Well, you're trying to, trying to understand. He's like, don't understand it. I got uh-huh. you. Trust uh-huh. me. And when you can't see, it's just like you all of a sudden, he's like, you don't need to see. I just need you to move. Yep. Yeah, that's and, why. And sometimes, sometimes moving is standing still. Right. You feel me? Exactly. Sometimes moving is standing still. That's learning. Learning that part right there. Mhm. That that's that's the part. That's the key. Because sometimes standing still is not stagnation. It is it is being properly aligned and and keeping and holding your footing, and it has a lot to do with breaking those habits. Hey, did. Yeah. Same thing, because what does it say? Just be still. We Sometimes we move too fast being busy, and God says, just be still and know. And if we know, then we can learn to sit. Like, hey, if I go somewhere and sit down sometimes. And then I have really been meditating, you guys, on how his grace is sufficient. So sometimes today, go to Second Corinthians and just, meditate on, really break down how, how his grace is really sufficient. And I'm going to share something with you guys later about that, but it really has been blessing me about his grace and how sufficient it is through these times. And like my baby sister told just said, she didn't know whether to holler or scream. Sometimes we got to do a remake of all of it and just cry out with a voice of triumph. Call, just cry out because guess what? <laughs> I, I'm going to say victory. I'm say victory right now. Like the other sister said, know that always, always a victor is praying for you. We might not know details because only the doubly details, but as intercessors, we are lifting up this line for your family, for your, for your everybody. We have to. So I just wanted to ask. I love you. Amen. Sometimes it's just good to know you're not going through everything all by yourself. No. <laughs> yeah. Definitely helpful. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Praise hallelujah. Praise God. Well, y'all, that's my time. Um, again, it's Wednesday. Tonight there will be no Archer Circle. It's Christmas, and my niece is in a Christmas play. I dare not miss it. Um, I didn't know until last night. So I just want to give you guys a heads up now. Um, no Archer Circle. I'll post something in the room, considering I'm not in jail anymore. And um, 5 o'clock, we'll meet back here after our Wednesday fast. And um, until tomorrow, I will hear you all go and grow, be the Jesus somebody needs to see. And listen, you can take them. Quit being scared. I dare you to dream again. I mean, somebody is waiting for you to hand a baton off. I I just challenge you not to leave here uh, with something in your hand that belongs to the next generation. Whatever it is that God gave you to do, be about your father's business, because if he be for you, what is the entire world against you? You got this. I'm telling you. You got this. Amen. I love you guys. I uh, pray you have an exceptional day. 
I'll hear you back here at 5 p.m. And um, thereafter, I'll hear you Thursday morning. Have a blessed day. Thank you. So Have a wonderful day, day Have a everyone. Day, guys. Thank, Thank you. Love you guys. Love you guys. We love you so Bye. Love you all. Bless you. Love you guys. Love you. Bless you guys. Love you, everyone. Have a blessed, beautiful day. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.